Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it's not always about the goals with Tom, although it was tonight. <laughs> um, you know, his, his ability to be able to hit the scoreboard at important times is crucial, but also his ability to be able to win important one-on-ones up the ground and then get back inside 50 and outnumbered at times and then just keep his feet, uh, hit the scoreboard was outstanding. Six second half goals from Tom Papley. The Friday night wrapper is for the Stack Team app. Stay ahead of the game with your own team management app. Download Stack Team app now. Dermot Burton, how did you see the exploits of Big Pappy? Of Tommy Papley. Um, I thought he's... Uh, Kick six goals. I thought there was a, there's, let's be honest, I thought there was a little bit of cash in at the end. And that goes to, he had the, I think, the highest rated game so far in the season of anyone playing AFL. A lot of that rating came in the last quarter. I'm not dismissing it. He was magnificent in the other areas. When the game was hot, when Richmond kicked a few in a row in that third quarter, he went into the middle early in the last quarter. He extracted the ball out of there and he took it forward as well. I thought that was his biggest gift to Sydney on the day. The six goals on top of it is absolute trimming, but his efforts around the ball, the stoppage. I think he had how many um, contested? 12 contested possessions for a small forward who pushed into the middle on occasion. And those 12 contested were just instrumental in separating the two teams. It, it was a wonderful game. It was. And the thing I loved even more, because we sometimes see Tom and we think that Tom thinks a lot of Tom, but he gave a couple of, he gave three goals out on the weekend. Couple were, or sorry, last night. One was, or two were in, uh, deep in the pocket, had every right to have a shot. Centers it back in, not just centering it back in, put it to the advantage yeah. of his, his team. Cross the goal yeah, face. Cross the long goal way. face. Yeah. Look, put it to advantage and almost certainly, you know, uh, they, they were almost 100% goals when he did that. So, and he was recognized by that from his teammates. And I just got this sense that that's something that, that he's probably been given feedback through over the journey, and maybe from when he first started to where he is now. And I love it when you get the payback at the other end, when you're prepared to give to your teammates, and, and he does that. He's such a, an energetic and, and sort of barometer of that team. And, and you do that early, you get yourself into the game with that, and then you get the spoils when it comes at the other end. His attitude, the way he plays, he's one of these blokes that the Richmond Premiership team would say, how dare you behave like that to us? <laughs> and he gets under their skin as well, and it riles them. Yeah, he was playing on a pretty good player earlier as well in Liam Baker. Like he's a top-line defender when he's playing in that role and was probably Richmond's best last mm. night too. Is is the Tom Papley role the most sought-after position now in the game? The, the, the forward, midfield, game-changer, goal-kicker. I think every club wants one was saying, because I pick it, play more midfield and do that yep. similar. Cody Waitman's been trialed as that. I think we'll see a little bit of that tonight. Obviously, Petrarca and Martin, these guys have done it before. He's doing what maybe the Swans wanted from Isaac Heaney, but in the end have settled on Heaney deep. I think anyone who's a star in their role, that's what the league (laughs) wants, and he is a star in that role, is it? D- Dustin's been the, the prototype, hasn't he? he? What he did in 17 and 19 and, and that starting in the middle, just drifting forward. I think we've seen 
Shea Bolton sort of yeah. teeter on the edge of that. And at yeah. some stage, we thought he was going to break through. And, and Petrarca's, he's bigger, but he does a similar role. So every club is looking to do that. I know Adelaide here are looking at Isaac Rankin and Josh Rochelle to do similar roles. But what Papley brings and some of those other players we mentioned is they zig and they zag. And, and he's got explosive. Yeah, and the agility yeah. through the, the center bounce has never been more important in our game with the 666. You win the center square, it really does set you up. So if you've got some guys who have got that. You know, that light-footedness to step out and run through the front of the stoppage. I th- You know, Port Adelaide are trying to do it with Zach Butters and Rosie does it really well now. They're the type of players you want in your team. Dylan Grimes, he, he that one I said he got beaten in one-on-ones. There was a high ball, a long ball, an air ball that hung for three seconds in the air. And it was Papley v Grimes. Dylan Grimes hasn't lost one of them one out mm. for three years. And Papley edged him underneath the footy, fumble, gather out the back, run towards goal. Goal in shoes. It, it, it was it was a one-on-one win, and if there's one player over the last half a decade, you'd say I want him as a one-out defender in the back line against anybody. It's Dylan Grimes, and Papley took him to the cleaners on that on that ball. You mentioned Isaac Heaney in there. He was in the votes last night, um, Cal. But then, and there was one stage. I think it was the third quarter where he was really slow to rise and he was holding the back of his neck. And there's been a bit of a sequel to that. Yeah, we learned this morning that Isaac Heaney did go for scans last night on his neck, so has been cleared of major damage there, but sore out of last night. And he's now watched for next week, and it adds to a long list of injuries, doesn't it? He got the scratched, the, a big drag of like the wrestler's claw over <laughs> the back of the neck, and then a half second later, his head was down because of that contact, which he tried to roll and duck under, and a body comes past and bangs him with the chest on the side of the head, and it compresses his neck. Is it was it the scratch that did it, or the that body slam? Is it? We got the any bang, idea? I reckon. Yeah, yeah. You, you saw that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a bit of a nasty-looking move. And I thought at first, I said, oh, there it is. It's a big scratch on it. Yeah, yeah, but no. And they're not sure who will come back next week. They're hopeful, of course, that Tom McCartan will be available after missing last night with concussion. I watch on Dane Rampey and his neck injury as well. It didn't sound overly positive with Lance Franklin with that knee injury. I'm sure they're going to be managing him through the year. Look look at the tools who they're missing at the moment. We know Paddy McCartan's got his decision to make, but the both McCartans, Franklin, Ramby, Hickey with a hamstring, Sam Reed's out for the long term with a hamstring, Aaron Francis hurt himself last week at VFL level, hence why they had to bring in Will Gould as a bit of a, a late call-up for for the substitute and now there. Joel. And now Joel Amati as well with the hamstring. He looked, he looked terrific he at did. the start of the game, and then no sooner he was out with a hammy. And it's interesting, isn't it, with Amati and McDonald, those two young up-and-comers. We saw Buddy Franklin last week struggle to make an impact. He's now got some injury concerns. He's another one. We talked about Trent Conchard earlier in the show. I think they just have to be really careful and make sure that he's close to full fitness when he plays. If he plays, you know, like as the game catches up with you, if you're if – you, not feeling great about yourself, and it's and it's physically it's hard. Then it's you know your your impact is less than considerably right at the back end. Is managing a veteran one of the the toughest tasks in footy for the senior coach? We're seeing it everywhere now at the moment. Oh, Dyson, yeah. Dyson Heppel, <laughs> Trent Cochin. You talk about Lance Tom Franklin, Jonas Tom Jonas, Rory Sloan. Well, you've got two aspects of it. You've got to manage physically, and then you've got diplomacy, which must come in over the top, and how you talk to the media about that management. Geelong are interesting the way they've done it the last couple of years. They actually copped some criticism earlier this season with uh, Tom Hawkins about playing him and he didn't look like he was moving all that well. But if you look at Geelong and the way they've been able to manage their older players, if you go back even the last decade, they make 
smart decisions in regards to resting them when they needed to. You know, they even changed their best and fairest voting system to accommodate that. But also what they do as well, they they also make clever decisions at the start of the season. You know, think about how many Geelong players ended their careers elsewhere because Geelong said, no, I don't think you're right for us right at the moment. You think about James Podziadley and James Kelly and Stevie J and there's lots and lots of players who went to other clubs because they said, no, this is best for Geelong for us to, to promote younger players. So players. I'm going to ask you one little one on the Tom Hawkins one. Knowing what you know now, and he came good against the Hawks, round mm. four, knowing what we know in, in, in the rearview mirror, would they have been better served not playing him, say, for the first two weeks? Oh, absolutely. Like, if tw- your hind- I'm sorry, Vision's 2020 mm. in hindsight, and then they lose those games anyway. Here's yeah. a chance to get couple of games into someone else or, or look at someone in that position. So, I thought they were respectful to a champion in those couple of games, the way they nursed him through to, to fitness. John Longmire was bursting with pride. I've, outside of finals, I've rarely seen him so happy at a press conference <laughs> than what they were able to achieve last night. Yeah, and as we mentioned before, he was over the moon about the fact this was the youngest team of the round. and. Six games ago, they're in the grand final, so that that says something about where the mm. list is at and the ability. Of course, both teams were, were decimated by key injuries, but I think when you look at some of the opportunities that were given to Braden Campbell, played a good game. James Robottom keeps playing good footy. Um, Debutant. Debutant in Corey Warner and also Will Gould. Matt Roberts is a youngster from South Australia who's just getting his feet on the ground. Dylan Stevens keeps performing. So there's all these guys. And then the fact, I think, one of the things where his eyes really lit up, Jared, was was his comments around Nick Blakey and, and being positioned in a role that hasn't been as normal and maybe a little bit more foreign to him to play above his size and, and have such a dominant game with 30 touches out of the defence. So yeah, it was a fantastic performance. Did anyone notice when um, Corey Warner kicked his first goal, every player on yeah. the field went there. Of course, his brother sitting on the bench <laughs> and wasn't able to do it until they made the interchange. I just uh, yeah, thought that was an interesting one. That's one half of the Friday night equation. The other half was at Norwood. We'll come through that next. What did Fremantle recapture coming from behind and where does it leave the Suns a one and four start to the season? This is crunch time for Azito powering DIYers all day, every day at Bunnings.